Hello, I'm Charles Coves, Australasia's passion provocateur. Welcome to this week's episode of the Charles Coves Show. In this week's episode, I explore the challenge of why we don't do what we say we will. I explore how to be more disciplined. Would you like that? I share two great tools that will help you to be more disciplined. These tools are stimulus and support. Stimulus is the tool that gets you to say, I will do that. I will behave like that. Support is the tool that helps you to keep being driven by the stimulus or stimuli you have chosen. Support can be both internally generated and externally imposed. Understanding these two tools will help you to identify where your discipline needs assistance and how you might use one or both of these tools. By using these tools, you will be much more likely to do what you say you will. And if you do what you say you will, your life will be a constant experience of joy as distinct from regret. Stick around. For regular viewers and listeners, we've changed the format of the show so that you get into the new content rapidly. The foundational principles for the show and details about my background are now contained after each week's unique content. And a further change, my review of what's happened of note in my life and in the world over the course of the past week now follows this week's unique content. So let's get into today's big idea. Getting stuff done is the key to your success. Sticking to your diet is the way you will successfully burn fat. Sticking to your exercise is the way that you will get fit. Sticking to your crucial business steps is the way to succeed in business. Following your well-defined systems and processes you know is the way to achieve what you want, but why don't you do all of these things? We know, many of us, that we should be more disciplined. So let me share two wonderful tools that are proven to be successful. These tools are stimulus and support, S plus S. Stimulus is the reason why you want to do something or stop doing something. Support is the way that you ensure the stimulus maintains its power to get you into action. Essentially, the stimulus to do something is because you want the pleasure of achieving something, doing something, or you wish to avoid the pain of not doing it. For example, filing your income tax returns. It's painful with the penalties that get imposed. Or it's painful being significantly overweight and not being attractive to others. 
or being unfit and unhealthy and therefore not having the freedom to move. So the stimulus, we get excited by stimulus. We can see the pleasure. We can, we can see what pain we're avoiding. That's what stimulus is. And for each one of us, the quality with which you articulate the stimulus improves its motivation on you. If you are vague about why you want to do something, then there's not much power behind that stimulus. Pleasure and pain, gaining pleasure, avoiding pain, they are the stimuli. Being successful in business can be so many rewards for you. It's so exciting to build a great business. That's exciting. Looking as trim and fit and healthy and wonderful as you can. It's a great experience but it takes discipline to achieve that state. The second tool is support. Support to ensure that the stimuli that you have identified continue to do their work on you. And this support can be internally generated or externally imposed. You can generate the support mechanisms yourself or outside forces, external forces, can support you in making sure that you stick to the processes, the steps that you've identified so that you don't waver in losing the benefit of the stimuli. The internal support mechanisms are steps like visualization of clear goals, of visualizing those goals, of affirmations, of rewarding yourself when you have done something of which you are proud. If you have been disciplined, giving yourself a reward on the way so that your subconscious mind goes, yes, I will continue to do that. So internal support, self-generated. And there are many ways that there are mm, some 10 to 15 different internal support mechanisms. External support is externally imposed on you. That, for example, is what a coach does in a sporting team. That's an external form of support. The coach can tell the players to go and get fit, but the players need that external support. Very few people are able to rely solely on internal support mechanisms. Just like I have an external support mechanism called coffee. Mm. Oh, what a bliss. That's an external support mechanism, isn't it? Well, it was internal because I moved my arm. It was an external source of caffeine. An external form of support is joining a gym. An external form of support is joining a leadership group, a business skills development group. It's doing exercise with friends, joining a club, being part of a team, having external people say, we expect you to be there. And then in your own conscience, you don't feel like going, but you know you will let others down or others will be chasing you. They will be abusing you. So that becomes an external form of support. Another great form of external support is to have a bet with somebody. Bet them a thousand dollars that you will do something that you know you need to do, but you're having difficulty doing. For example, a target weight that you want to achieve. Have a bet 
a significant bet, not just a $10 bet. Get serious about it. That's putting leverage on yourself. Bringing in external forms of support helps you stick to, yes, that's why I want to do that, or that's why I want to keep my word. That's why I will do what I say I do. And then you've got this support mechanism making sure that you do so. And the exciting thing is that each time you are disciplined, it helps to build your self-esteem. Feeling good about yourself in these challenging times where the world is going somewhat crazy is a good thing to do. Be proud of yourself. 90% of us need these external forms of support. Find what works for you Use this process, use these two tools, and you will become ever more disciplined. And as you raise your own self-esteem and self-confidence in your ability to do what you say you will, that becomes a self-serving mechanism, but you get known as the person who always does what they say they will do. Now, let's share some resources to help you think about this idea, this idea of stimulus and support. My song this week, by the Beatles. Help me if you can, I'm feeling down. And I do appreciate you being round. Help me get my feet back on the ground. Beatles, help, great song. All of us need help. That's what external support is about. When you listen to that song, be willing to harness this wonderful tool. My book is a book by Perry Marshall, 8020 Sales and Marketing. Perry Marshall is a bit of a guru on the 8020 rule that 80% of your results, this is called the Pareto principle, that 80 percent of your results come from 20 percent of your activities so one of the good ways to be disciplined is to identify the powerful actions you can take that are the 20 percent of actions that give you 80 percent of results well worth understanding the 80 20 rule i'll do some more i'll do so i'll do a session on that in more detail but the book is excellent my health tip for you i'm getting more and more feedback from people who have been damaged by particular types of injections and jabs. Hyperbaric oxygen therapy is having some great results around the world. Look into it. If you want more details, send me an email and I'll be happy to send you lots of information about hyperbaric, high pressure oxygen, pure oxygen. Oxygen is wonderful for the way that your body functions. My spiritual tip, it's a reminder, it's an ongoing reminder. Who do you need to forgive? Forgiveness comes from two words. It's forgiving yourself. It's giving yourself the gift of not bearing grudges. Find someone that it's proper for you to forgive. It's valuable for you to forgive. Forgiveness is a deeply spiritual experience. Walking around with grudges and burdens becomes very depressing. It depresses your energy levels. It depresses your thinking capability. When you forgive somebody, if you think back at that time, when you have, how enlightening, how enlightened you feel. My quote this week from Epictetus, one of the Greek 
experts. And I think this is good in the context of discipline. I enjoyed this quote. Epictetus says, life is like a battlefield. Don't you know life is like a military campaign? One must serve on watch, another in reconnaissance, another on the front line. So it is for us. Each person's life is a kind of battle and a long and varied one too. You must keep watch like a soldier and do everything commanded. You have been stationed in a key post, not some lowly place, and not for a short time, but for life. I think that's a great way to look at life and reinforces why why we need to be disciplined, what the benefits are. You're more able to play your role. It doesn't mean you're always at war, but you have to watch out for all of the influences that take you away from achieving your vision, your goals, and you pursuing your passion so that you're not seduced by taking the easy road. So you get your friends to give you the support mechanism, to bring them around you to make sure that you don't goof off, that you don't be weak. And so talking about friends, I thought a spot of humour would be relevant. About friends, not friends, the TV show. And it's a story about a brigade of Irish soldiers sent out to keep the peace in some obscure corner of the world at the behest of the United Nations. And there was a really tough sergeant who was briefing them. Now, men, he said, in that place where you're going, there are poisonous snakes. It may well be that one or more will be, of you will be bitten. Let me tell you the story about the internal application of whiskey in such a case is nonsense. I'm not opposed to a drop of whiskey at odd times, but it will do no good if you're bitten by a snake. If you're bitten by a snake, men, the very first thing you must do is cut the place where you've been bitten so it bleeds freely. Then apply your mouth to the cut and suck out as much blood as you can. Now, this one soldier said nervously, but sergeant, suppose you're bitten on your bum. The sergeant stared at the questioner coldly and said, in that case, my dear friend, it will be then that you'll truly know who your friends are. <laughs> That's when you need some external support, eh? When you're bitten on the bum by a snake, by a poisonous snake. So, think about how today's big idea of getting better at discipline using stimulus and support can make a difference to your life. A life that I believe is meant to be all that you are capable of making of it. My aim for this show is to provoke you, to inspire you, to motivate you, to educate you about the power that you have within you to pursue your passion, fueled by your passion, and to the value of raising your self-awareness about who you truly are. I invite you to subscribe to this YouTube channel, to this podcast, to visit our websites, covest.com, charlescovest.com. You can access my books, Passionate People Produce and Passionate Performance at both of those websites. So let's now review a couple of key things that have happened during the week in my life, and in the life of the world, and perhaps even in Julie's life, depending on my mood. 
Well, as I'm recording this a bit earlier than usual, I'm heading up to Sydney for the Hemp Health and Innovation Expo. I'm driving up from Melbourne to Sydney, and it's an important expo where the hemp community comes together. And hemp is a wonderful, wonderful plant. If you don't know anything about hemp, I'm happy to send you some details. I'm CEO of a hemp company, and it will be great to be together with the hempsters. We haven't been together in a big way for some time because of those ridiculous lockdowns. So I will report to back to you on that next week. But hemp is going to be a game-changing plant for the planet when it gets to an appropriate size. Big news this week in Australia, gas prices going through the roof. And trust me, if this madness around shutting down coal-fired energy in Australia happens, and in other places, under the guise of, you know, we're protecting the planet because it's going to overheat and blow up, um, it is a nonsensical idea. I refer back to Bjorn Lomborg of the Copenhagen Institute, who says there's 49 better things to do than what the direction we're heading down of going renewable and shutting down anything that emits greenhouse gases. I'm all in favour of sustainable behaviour. I'm all in favour of not harming the planet, not putting waste everywhere. That's why I'm involved in hemp. But many people will die if they haven't got affordable energy to keep their houses warm. And when you look back at history, it was the rich who had access to heat and energy, and the poor suffered in misery when they didn't have access to energy. Energy is what makes a massive difference on the planet. We're not ready to go mad about the strategies that the UN panel on intergovernmental, the UN intergovernmental panel on climate change, the crap that it talks because, because I've studied this issue, I've been involved in renewable energy for a long time through Genie, so I'm not some babe in the woods around this institute. Don't be sucked in, do your own thinking. But this explosion in gas prices, in energy prices, the fight in in Ukraine, Russia, the banning of Russian oil supplies, price of petrol going up, all of that happening, then food prices going up, blah, blah, blah. That's what's happening. Look around you and don't be sucked in by all the distractions, but be aware of the games that are being played. I also note that there's lots of suddenitis of young, healthy people suddenly having heart problems. I wonder where that's coming from. Chief health officers say, oh, this is surprising, and they're trying to normalize it. No, it's not normal. It's because stuff stuff is being put into their bodies that is causing those problems. So take ever greater care of what you do put into your body. I certainly do. Julie certainly does. And at the same time, keep doing your exercise as I do, because my ability to function effectively is a function of being fit and healthy and keeping this machine moving, this machine that will serve you well if you look after it with passion and discipline. So if you're new to the show, stick around for the next part where I discuss the foundational principles of this show and some more about my background. Again, thanks for watching or listening. Until our next show next week, may your week be full of health-giving passion, fun, challenge, 
fulfillment and a willingness to embrace this wonderful gift of life that each one of us watching or listening to this show presently has. See you next week. Bye. And now, for viewers and listeners who want to know more about my background and what else I do with my life as well as the foundational principles of the show. Here we are. Since 1993, when I left my legal career, a career that I love to become Australasia's passion provocateur, I have inspired and provoked and educated and motivated people all over the world to discover and pursue their passion. I have helped people via the books that I've written, via speeches at conferences, via in-depth team building programs, workshops, over one, two or three days or over three months, six months. And I've coached people of all ages, one-on-one -on -one from small, medium and large enterprises, government enterprises, helping them to identify the often tiny changes that can make a massive difference. One of my core principles is that freedom is what makes us truly human. That's why one of the greatest threats that government imposes on you to force you to observe its laws is the threat of imprisonment, the loss of your freedom. Just think about that. Government says, if you don't behave yourself, we're going to put you in jail. No, no, I don't want to go to jail. I don't want to lose my freedom. That's a reminder to you of why freedom is so important. Without freedom, you and I are not much different to animals. If you were locked up in a cage for the rest of your life, how, how different would you be to an animal? This commitment to fighting for freedoms for all people is carried out by me th made primarily through five channels. Number one, preserving the freedom to pursue your passion. Number two, inspiring you to be able to be free through excellent health. Number three, helping preserve freedom throughout the world through the expansion of industrial hemp, a magnificent agricultural crop, an almost miraculous crop that enables every community to thrive independently of government. In this way, the power of government to take away freedom is minimized. Number four, fighting for freedom through legal strategies. So I do work as a legal strategy consultant, as an interface between clients and their lawyers. And number five, as chairman of the Australian Institute of Comedy and as a board member of the Australian Cartoon Museum, fighting for the freedom of thought and speech through uncensored comedy and humour through avoiding political correctness in the comedic space. When you block freedom of speech, freedom of thought, that's the beginning of the end of your freedoms. The foundational principles for the Charles Covey Show are founded on the formula SA plus P equals S. Your self-awareness added to your passion will guarantee that you are successful. And the best definition of success I have found in life is that success is the progressive realization of your worthy ideals. The progressive realization of your worthy ideals. 
This show is also guided by Socrates' famous principle and quote, the unexamined life is not worth living. You can see I'm wearing my red jacket. I wear my red jacket for all my shows. Red is the color of passion. So that when you see me on the YouTube version, it reminds you that when you see red in your life, you ask yourself the question, am I pursuing my passion? What am I passionate about? Am I still passionate about that? What might I newly be passionate about? Each week I explore one big idea that can change your life. And it's just one big idea because there's a chance you will remember it. If I give you too many ideas, then we we get confused and we don't do anything. Clarity leads to power. Confusion kills passion. Each week I share simple and practical resources that you've heard me describe in the earlier part of the show. A spiritual tip, a health tip, lyrics of a song, a book, a quote, and of course humour. This show is not politically correct. I have no intention of being politically correct. And I love certain addictions, including my addiction to great coffee. Mmm. My addiction to exercise, my addiction to reading, and my addiction to certain other unmentionable in public type behaviours. Who would know what they are? This show definitely subscribes to the view that we have a spiritual life. So if you don't like discussion of spirituality, this show is not for you. I promise you that I don't include anything in this show that I don't consider to be true and that I have not found to be useful in the work that I've done over the past 28 years, but also over the past 50 years in business, as a lawyer, as a consultant advisor. I only want to share stuff with you that is of value to you. Finally, if you have any questions or suggestions, please feel free to contact me at charles at Again, thanks for watching and listening to my show. Bye.